Yo, what is going on, you guys? Welcome back to RPOs, RBIs, and for this week and this week only, rebounds. Yeah. You got March Madness, fellas. Tennessee, yeah. <laughs> gearing up to play here in 10 minutes against Duke. Um, personally, I don't think it's going to go too well. Tennessee can't score to save their life. Yeah. But um, what happened to my screen? Yeah, it's like green. There it goes. All right. <laughs> Already a great start. Um, so, obviously, free agency kicked off. Some mm -hmm. pretty pretty big deals happened. Trades, Waller to the Giants. Yeah. Um, been having some some interesting Mark Madness games. You know, we had Purdue mm -hmm. get beat last night. Arizona got beat as a two seed. Mm -hmm. uh, World Baseball Classics going on. You know, it's a it's a yeah. good time in sports right now. It is. Yeah. It's but, like all the all the upsets too are just like I feel like this year is an insane amount. Like oh yeah. Just every every game, nobody knows what's gonna happen. And like mm -hmm. even like, because he started with like Furman, and then yeah. and then I guess Arizona too. Yeah, but then it was like the Purdue one last night. I did not see that coming. I mean, I started watching it like halftime, and I was like, "Yo, what is yeah. going on?" I was like, yeah, get <laughs> get the boys, Kennesaw State. You know, give them give them their props. Yeah, um, went in <laughs> first time ever being in the NCAA tournament. Going out against a three seed Xavier team, uh, up by thirteen in the second half, like ten minutes. Mm -hmm. Boys couldn't buy a bucket for a seven minute time. Literally did not score. Yep. And then had a chance to win, and I knew exactly what they were going to do. They run the same thing like every game that's close. They'll they'll yeah. let that point guard like just get quick ISO, and then he'll yeah. try and just like run in, get the layup. And, not gonna work on a seven footer inside. Right, right. They ain't played no Xavier yet, so. <laughs> but oh, well, uh, it's good run for him. It was yeah. good run. I saw. I mean, I saw their interview with with their coach after, yeah. and he was you know pretty emotional about it. But okay. Amir Abdul Rahim. Yeah, but everyone Rahim. in the Rahim, but. Well, no, everyone in the comments was like, was like, you know, like please stay, coach, like. Don't go, don't go anywhere. But he kept saying, like, this is the, this is the expectation from now on. Like, this is, you know, this is where we need to be. I hope this so. Is, like, these are tears of joy. Like, no one, not, not many teams make it to the stage, but now this is, like, the standard. So. Yeah. The only thing is, it's like, we're a mid-major school for mm -hmm. basketball. I mean, we're moving to the Conference USA after mm -hmm. next season. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if that's incentive enough for him to stay, but I think that bigger schools will want him to come in. I mean, same thing with what's his name? Tobin Anderson from from uh Farley Dixon. Like oh yeah. And he's gonna get a couple offers too. Ain't no way he's still at Farley Dixon next year. <laughs> so um it is it's I feel like once you make it to that, it's like you get your team as far as you can, but obviously they're tears of joy because buddy's about mm -hmm. to get an upgrade. So <laughs> <laughs> tell him to bring me my money. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was good, right? It was a good ride, <laughs> but I got bigger things to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah boys are in it. <laughs> yeah, I got places to be, people to see. Like, <laughs> like, oh yeah. And then, get the offer, take the offer. Same thing with Dion. So, yeah, yeah. So obviously, uh, we got March Madness going on. Always a exciting time of the year. Rackets mm -hmm. are already ruined. 
I, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any perfect brackets still out there. There's, there's, yeah, there's not. Well, not surprised. Definitely, it was like last year, just after the Farley Dixon, the Purdue game last night. It was already zero. Yeah. <laughs> there was like twenty two going into that game, and all twenty two. Yeah, all twenty two got ruined. That's funny. Yeah. But you know, free agency football. Um, a lot of teams making big moves. Bears mm-hmm. were one of the big movers trying to stack oh, yeah. up their defense. Adding DJ Moore in that trade, as we talked about. Um, actually, I guess that podcast hasn't come out yet. So hopefully you're hearing this one after you're hearing the previous one. Um, you are. You are hearing this yeah. one after you hear this one. Yeah. I'll, we'll, we'll upload yeah. the last one <laughs> before. Point but, is the Bears have been stacking up. Yeah. Uh yeah. got got one of our favorite guys, Dante Foreman, on the squad as another mm-hmm. back. Uh they're gonna have him and Herbert running the backfield, which I think is a really solid backfield. I think Dante mm-hmm. Foreman's one of the most underrated backs in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Um, runs with power and has some sneaky speed too. So yeah. but I mean, and also I mean they added I mean, like they they got Tunyon. Um mm-hmm. They still got the number nine pick, and they can add anybody. I mean, to me, they kind of do need still need some someone on the edge. So, like yeah. any of those big edge rushers that are still going to be there. I mean, like or even Jalen Carter at nine. So, like they've they've set themselves up in a good spot for uh, for I mean, success next year, hundred percent. Um, and their offense looks good. Like it, it it looks really good. I mean, they still got Cole Komet. Um. I think, right? They didn't do anything with him. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Komet and Tunyon, like, that's pretty impressive. Um, and then, like you said, they're running, back, they're running backs. But I do like DJ Moore a lot. I like Claypool with them, with him and Mooney. Um, I don't like Claypool by himself. I just I – just, I think he complements them really well. Um, P.J. Walker as a backup, you know, Hail Mary, DJ Walker – or DJ Moore to P.J. Walker or P.J. Walker, DJ Moore. Yeah. Um, the uh, Carolina Bears. They Carolina literally are. Bears. Yeah, they just brought everyone over, <laughs> traded with them, and then you know signed half their squad. So exactly, they do look good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, we talked about this a little before, and for me, it's like I'm still questioning Justin Fields. I mean, he hasn't really shown in the NFL that he can be a great passer. I mean, I think this year he's got the weapons for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, he just has to prove it this year. Yeah, um, I don't know. I I I like him. I still think obviously this is a make or break year, but I think mm-hmm. towards the end of the year last year he was showing not like maybe not the arm talent that he has, but like just his confidence kind of just shot up. Um, he's running all over the place. It still means something. Like, I mean, dude, dude was. I mean, I remember like three or four times he would just pop off like a fifty yard run down the field, like mm-hmm. Mahomes style, like just running in between people and you know weaving around. So it was just like he still shows that, and then he gets receivers and 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 you know better backs. I mean, it's just like I think if if it is any time for him to do to 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 show himself, it's now. And uh, if he doesn't, then it could be one of those like, all right, but but I also the same thing about. Daniel Jones, and then for the past two years, he's continued to show that he's, you know, elite pay level. Like, <laughs> absolutely Dude. no sense why he got that contract. But like, 
forty million dollars a year to Daniel Jones. Like, what did he show this year? Nothing. Like, exactly. Like the team was just carried by. It defense. was. It was. It was like and, and Dable. That's literally it. Yeah, like, like Saquon just finally stayed healthy. Yeah. I, yeah. I get that he also has no receivers, but mm-hmm. it's like he's it doing anything. Sense. Yeah. Who is his agent and how in the world did they like I mean I get paying you have to pay him, right? You can not forty million, but you had to pay him. Because like you don't know 25. who <laughs> Yeah, but you don't know who else you're gonna get. You don't know like I mean, they don't really have another option at quarterback. So it's like to me, yeah, you had to pay him. But forty forty's a lot. Like Daniel Jones is not forty million dollars. He's he's barely twenty five. Like yeah. that that was that was insane to me. The whole talks about him getting it, and I was like, yeah, no way that happens. And then it happened. Like, what? Mm-hmm. But the only thing I did see was like, um, like majority of it is all like first year. Um, it's like something about like I think like thirty something. Something about 30, 30 of it plus his forty million salary. So they're paying him like majority of his contract this year, and mm-hmm. I think it's only like eighty something guaranteed. So he gets like half his contract guaranteed. So like yeah. it's really not that bad of a contract. They can just dump out of it if they want to. But still, like that's a well, lot. They're gonna they're gonna need to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he ain't winning any Super Bowls unless they they was like I I thought I thought I thought I was gonna make him Josh Allen and then I, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's supposed to be good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Another team that I was looking at was the Jets. I mean, I feel like everyone was with the whole Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers thing. His list of demands that got put out, and then he said that he didn't. He didn't tell them to do anything. Um. I feel like it's kind of it's easy to kind of twist Aaron Rodgers just because he's such a, a polarizing figure in football. Yeah. I mean, he only talks to Pat McAfee. Right. Tells Adam Schefter to lose his number. Lose his number. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was that was funny. Why? Why does he only talk to Pat McAfee? Why is that a thing? Like, I don't know. Like I he, think he literally he, only tells. Like, that's where you see everything come from. Like, is Pat McAfee? I think so, he's like, tired of just like the same old media people. And, yeah, like he just likes what McAfee does. I mean, he's been on busting with the boys. I'm surprised that uh, yeah, seen any news come out of Wisconsin. <laughs> I think okay. Here's my take on the whole Jets situation. I think. Regardless of what Rogers says, one thousand percent he told them that he wants those four guys. One hundred percent. Like, there's no way Rogers, as cocky as he is, didn't walk in there and be like, "All right, yeah, I'm playing for you. We're not gonna announce it, and you're gonna get these guys, and then we'll come back and 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 like you know make it official." He's like, "I'm here. You're gonna get these guys, and I'll play." That's a hundred percent what happened. Maybe it didn't go just like that, but he told him that it's who he wants. And he's, he's put it out himself. Like, yeah, I want to play. I made it clear I want to play for the Jets. Like, yeah. But then you're going to be like, I don't know. I think it would be stupid of the Jets to do that for him. Yeah, because um, we, were, we were talking about this the other day. And it's like, yeah. so he wants OBJ, Randall Cobb, Lazard, who they signed, which I think was good for the team. That, that's good, the that's only good regardless. That's good regardless of who your quarterback is. Yeah, And yeah, then I don't Mercedes Lewis. So yeah. you look at you look at the Jets. Garrett Wilson can play like OBJ in his prime. Right. Uh, Elijah Moore can play like Randall Cobb in his prime. Right. CJ Uzama, just a better tight end. Better than Mercedes. Thirty-eight-year-old yeah. Mercedes Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's just me, like to me, it's it's like, but okay. The only thing like Elijah Moore 
wanted to trade. He didn't want to even play. Yeah. Rodgers comes to town, he's going to want to play. So to me, it's like, okay, well, Rodgers, we already got all the guys you want, but in a younger version and better version. So, like, come on, dude. Like, OBJ, I could kind of see the reason for if Elijah still is like, okay, I don't really want. But, like, come on. Like, Randall Cobb, are you kidding me? Like, that that's a stretch. That's a stretch. Like, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I want Jordy Nelson. Equinamia um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> St. Brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Donald Driver. I want A.B. <laughs> yeah. He's going to pull up to the mental hospital to get A.B. out. No, it seems like Rogers with the whole, like, front office from the Jets, you know, yeah. tailing like, on his tail. Like, you know. Hey, that was the last time uh, A.B. played is at MetLife. <laughs> exactly, bro. He okay. might, might want to come back. <laughs> hey, I know you don't like Brady and all, but uh, <laughs> we got we got Rogers. That would be yeah, so a phenomenal agency, career. Free agency been a been a good period. You know, Titans have made some moves where you know some people have questioned it because we picked up guys who are kind of like you know we're expecting them to prove it. Uh, the offensive lineman that we got, Dillard, has only started nine games before he got beat up by Mylotta, which I mean Mylotta mm-hmm. ended up to be a insane left tackle. Yeah. Uh, Brunskill, he didn't start last year, but started twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. Yeah, I mean, when he played in 518 snaps this season, he didn't give up a sack. So, yeah, I think he's a guy that I'd like to take my chances on. But the the guy that I'm most excited for was Aziz Al Shahir, mm-hmm. uh, the linebacker. Because I mean, when I look at him, he's a guy who's just been overshadowed by Drake Greenlaw and Fred Warner his entire mm-hmm. time in San Fran. Mm-hmm. He's extremely athletic. Um, he's shown that he can get sacks. Make some interceptions, yeah. good tackler. Yeah. So I think it's one that Vrabel's going to be able to work very well with. Yeah, to me, it's like that, that is the like the Vrabel guy because he's like he was like under underneath those two guys. But I think also, I mean, I remember seeing him just towards the later stages of the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. I remember hearing his name and then hearing that he was on the Titans' radar like earlier on in the off season. So to see him actually come here is great. Um. I I really like Arden Key though, um, and I don't think he's like one of those prove it either. I think he's going to be that like one guy from this free agency that we'd be like, okay, yeah, he's he's going to start, um, yeah. and I think he'll be really. I mean, because he was in that like rotational role with Jacksonville, and I think like I think he finally gets his place to shine. And it's another thing like with um, all these guys have some sort of connection to Rand. Um, yeah. except for Dillard, except for Dillard, but they are all on like the prove it stage. So, like you're saying, Dillard didn't play, um, Brunswick didn't play, Aziz with a one year deal, you were a backup, come play and start and see what you can do. So it's like those three guys are all gonna be in that role of like, all right, if they perform this year, we can our rebuild stage will be faster, right? Mm-hmm. If they don't. We're going to take another two or three years and then yeah. have to read it and do it again. So it's like these guys are like us just testing out what we can do. And if they prove it, it's like, all right, the next year, let's hit this hard and let's go for it. If not, it's just going to be another like, all right, though that didn't work. Fine. We'll take three years, set it up, you know, go into the new stadium, mm-hmm. build a team. I mean, 
it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna this year is is a huge year because it's gonna be like yeah we we want to have a good draft pick yeah we want to like you know keep this process going and make it as quick as we can to rebuild um but if these guys don't pan out then then we're like all right we gotta reset so i i think that he's trying to retool a little mm -hmm. bit build up the Mm o-line because obviously that was the weakest point of the whole roster Mm -hmm. um uh, we said when he when he put a, a a lawn chair at left tackle, um, you're getting about the same production as Dennis Daly, and I mean Dillard, I mean he's a huge guy. Obviously, yeah. left guard is still open because they plan to put Brewer at center. At least mm-hmm. that's what I've heard. Unless they yeah. draft the center in the mid rounds, which I wouldn't mind because I think Brewer's kind of another underrated guy. Uh, he played uh, yeah. a few different positions. I think Brewer should season. I think Brewer should play guard. Is like I think he's better at guard. Um mm-hmm. and I think there's a, there is a couple of centers that we could get in the third or fourth round yeah. that I wouldn't hate. So um that's another thing though is with the drafts, like I think trading back in the first round is gonna be what we need to do. Um trade back and select Zay Flowers. Yeah, or just literally any of the receivers. I don't mind any of those top four or five receivers that are in the class at all at in the first round. So, I mean, when you look at, like, just in no order, Addison, um, Quentin Johnson, um, Flowers, Smith and Jigba, Smith and, Jigba um, and then even Hyatt or um, uh, <laughs> Hyatt is the fifth one. But then there's, like, I mean, maybe not first round grade, but, like, the dude from Houston, uh, Tank Dell, is that thing his name is? Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple of guys from Ole Miss. Like, there's a lot of guys yeah, that we could – Yeah, Mingo. But he could also go in, like, the second or third round. So I've, I think, heard, like, I've heard that he could go to, like, the fourth, too. But he's yeah. just, like, a pure athleticism guy. Right. But I'm just saying, those top five guys with Addison, Johnson, Flowers, uh, and Jigba, and then maybe Hyatt. Like, in the, like if we trade back to, like, 18, 19, 20, like – we could get a lot of capital, whether it's another third or another fourth um, or both. Um, it, it, we really could, like, just grab, like, I, I honestly see us getting, like, flowers if it's, like, the 18 or 19 range. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that would probably be our best bet because then we could really get, like, a younger linebacker, um, another a center, um Another safety because who knows what's happening with Kevin Byard. Yeah. Um, corners are going to be we have to have corners like we need a lot of stuff. Um, so to me, having seven, eight, nine picks in this draft is going to it would pay off tremendously uh, as opposed to taking, uh, you know, a receiver like if it's Addison at, at eleven or if it's Paris Johnson at eleven. I would rather have this big haul of guys that we can just come in and group in now instead of taking our, you know at 11 so it just it makes a lot more sense and obviously we don't know we don't know how Rand drafts right like Rand mm-hmm. can have a completely different idea Rand might trade up so we have we have no idea um it's going to be interesting though definitely yeah i've seen uh i've seen some reports saying that like we might we might end up training like Danica watchery just because he's older yeah um, salary could be and just get it out get some younger guys in so we could get some like mid late round picks for him which i wouldn't mind mm-hmm. Because I think Arden Key is probably just going to end up stepping into his role anyways. Yeah. Um. So and just like, acquiring like his draft stock. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, that's, it's, that's yeah, the it, key. it's what 
to just get as many picks because, mm-hmm. you know, as we've seen, a lot of mid to late round guys have ended up being really good for us. Uh, you yeah. look at guys like David Long, Amani Hooker, Jayon Brown, Nate, who's here. Nate Davis is a third rounder, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like Kevin Byard was drafted in the third. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that was a long time ago, but. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's the same concept. Like, there's those late round. I mean, even Petit Frere last year comes in and yeah. makes some difference. I mean, if, I mean, if he's not there, who knows? But it, it, those late round picks matter more than people think they do. So, Jig, like, it yeah. was fourth, fifth round pick. Like, I mean, yeah. So, there's guys like that that would pay off to just go ahead and get. So, yeah, a lot of those picks would help a lot. Um, and even, yeah, Autry I've seen for sure for like a second or a third. Um, just for just to do it, like not even like move around, but just get another a third round pick or something. Like yeah. I wouldn't hate that at all, especially if we could just trade Autry and then get another like, you know, bigger D end that could play a little bit of D tackle if he needs to. Like, um, I mean, I wouldn't mind that at all. So, it, it, it I really hope that's the the direction we go, but I wouldn't be surprised if we just stay at eleven and then mm-hmm. trade players and get picks late so we'll see um it would kill me to see some of those guys go but it, it does need to be done that's like a yeah. same concept like it needs to be done now and not like kind of go into the season like with a hope so definitely yeah 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 i want to want to shift a little bit to the uh, rbis section of the podcast um world baseball classic going on uh usa quarterfinal tonight against venezuela mm-hmm. at seven eastern time um, the semifinal on the other side of the bracket is set with Mexico and Japan. They'll be played Monday night, and then the semifinal tomorrow night is Cuba against the winner of our game. I think, I mean, the Japan team is pretty pretty loaded. I mean, obviously it's Shohei Otani as the captain, right? But right. they, they, I mean, there's a lot of just really good Japan-born players. Mexico, yeah. I think they can put up a fight. I mean, I've I've watched them a couple games. Randy mm-hmm. Rosarena just kind of returned to his 2020 yeah. season form where he just yeah. puts the team on his back. But I think that on our side, whoever wins the game tonight between USA and Venezuela, they'll probably end up making the championship because Venezuela has played way better than I thought. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. thought that the Dominican Republic was going to just rule that. Um, pool they ended up mm-hmm. not a lot of a lot of disappointment yeah. out of those guys besides like Juan Soto yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I remember seeing like the wasn't it Dominican and Venezuela that played that was like or maybe it was Puerto Rico that played that and they were like winner goes on and the loser yeah, is out Puerto Rico yeah so I remember I remember seeing that it's like how is the Dominican even like in this situation at all like their roster was nice like oh yeah it was really nice. it was easily the best on paper besides yeah. maybe the usa yeah 100 i mean half the league is dominican so like <laughs> i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be that's that's why i was surprised like really they're like already out <laughs> like, yeah. how <laughs> yeah and there's been a there's been a debate spark since edwin diaz went down with the season ending yeah. injury celebrating um and it was like, you know, should players be participating in this? My answer yeah. is a clear yes, because yeah. there's a it this is like the World Cup for baseball. No exactly. soccer player would skip out on that because it's their chance to represent their country 
right. win something for them. Because like, right. when is when are you going to see Mexico and Japan play a game of baseball besides this? To where like, you know, if the USA doesn't make it, we're going to have a team win this, and there's going to be a trophy in that country. Because I mean, mm-hmm. obviously the World Series stays here since mm-hmm. Blue Jays suck. Right. I know they don't, but they're not winning <laughs> it. No, but like it is. It's a, it's the same. It is the exact same thing as the World Cup. It's like who, who, who actually would skip out on mm-hmm. this, um, and and not represent their country and not go and play in it. Like, it, it's a big deal. Like, it's not yeah. something that people should be like. Oh, I don't want to get hurt. Like, you know, it's not the preseason. It's not like mm-hmm. it's. It, I mean, it's not your bowl game. It's like it's. It's a big deal. Like, if you get injured, you get injured. But like playing for your country is, is a big deal. Yeah, so, I mean it's like it's unfortunate how it happened because like they were yeah. just celebrating and dude tears his well, knee. Well, any injury is is like he could have got injured in spring training for all we care. Like yeah, so I the it, the, the argument from people was just like I mean, you're not celebrating like that in spring training, but it's also like how do you predict that that's going to happen? And mm-hmm. like uh, I think Nemo from the Mets was saying like. Yeah, like that wouldn't have happened in spring training. And then Lindor came out and said, yeah, but in spring training, like you're not representing your country. Exactly. So it's kind of funny that like they're kind of going back and forth with their own team. Well, well, like obviously it's not going to happen. Well, no, yeah, obviously it's not going to happen in spring training. But like, again, you're you're, you're celebrating for your country. Like that's that's a completely different like. What do you know? Just not celebrate like that makes absolutely no sense. So like, I don't see the reason for any of that like at all so i mean why yeah okay so So. yeah (laughs) um but yeah it's like again comparing it to the world cup it's like i mean there's no better feeling than like Obviously, for Messi in this past World Cup, you know, he finally got to bring a, a title back to Argentina to where, like, you know, you're never going to see that ever again. Right. And so with that being said, going to transition into our shout-out, no-free shout-out segment of the week. Um, I'll let, I'll let you go first this time. Okay, yeah. My shout-out, no-free shout-out is – uh. He's gonna go to Cinderella's in the in in the uh in the NCAA March Madness bracket. There's there's like simply there's no other sport that has this sort of like I mean if you compare it to football, there's four teams that make the 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 mm-hmm. the, the bracket right. You've got sixty four teams. That's that is insane, and it gives these other teams a chance. Sixty eight to- technically. With the first, but sure, one. yeah, yeah. So you've got like all these teams that are that have the equal shot of making it equal, you know. But you know, they all have a chance to make it, and it's the real like national champion to me. Yeah. So obviously, it's going to be the top team every year that's usually going to have the better odds, and the better team's going to make it through. But it does show some of these teams that are the lower seeds, like Farley Dixon or um, even Prince. Or just any like Kennesaw or any yeah. of them, um, Cinderella is just making it all the way through. So it's like it. There's there's no other sport that does it. There's no other um bracket around that has the same story to a 
lower seed team going all the way through because there's nothing no other sport does it there's no other yeah. concept like it so it's just there is that's why march Madness is such a big deal because anything can happen um that's it shout out to cinderella's in the, in the march Madness bracket <laughs> my shout out and every shout out of the week goes to saturday night getting to watch that stack ufc card um i'm gonna I'm just going to point out the one tonight. You know, you got Usman against Edwards again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Justin Gagey going at it. Yeah. With some guy who's on the come up, apparently. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I mean, my preference would be a Michael Chandler fight on the card. But, you know, I just love being able to sit down and watch some guys beat each other up. Mm-hmm. There's no better feeling. You know, it gets you, gets the adrenaline pumping. Mm-hmm. Gets you, gets you one to like, you know, just beat someone up for fun. Right. Right. But yeah, it's just hype. Yeah, it's just hype. Good time because yeah. like I don't, I don't care who wins, but I yeah. just want to see someone get knocked. <laughs> right, right. Just always a good time. It's a good atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, right. it is. Yeah, especially like because I my whole family watches UFC, so we all. I mean, and like they know a lot more about it than I do, like technicality wise. So like when things do happen, like I actually can hear like why things happen or like why a stoppage was called or why like their points were awarded like stuff like that so learning about ufc is a lot it makes it a lot more interesting and i don't there's nothing like a solid ufc card yeah. especially like three like Usman versus edwards three like that's mm-hmm. you don't see many threes so um no i'd be it'd be interesting to see that i mean do i what i prefer to watch i i think i think edwards is a fantastic fighter um mm-hmm. like entertainment wise but yeah Nothing like a nothing like a good Mike Chandler fight. <laughs> oh yeah, because I mean, Mike, Michael Chandler just throwing everything out there, right? I mean, he said it himself that like if he's if he fought smarter, he could have been a champion by now. But mm-hmm. he's he just goes out there strictly for entertainment purposes, right? He wants right. to put butts in seats, uh, get more people buying the pay per views, mm-hmm. and so I mean he's he's good for the business. Like, mm-hmm. Might not be good for his health, but. <laughs> Yeah, well, no one, no one said he needs a long curve. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> just got to make his money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. With that being said, that will wrap up this episode of RPUs and RBIs. I appreciate you watching. If you're on YouTube, if you're listening, you know, I would personally recommend you coming over to the YouTube and watching them. Uh, mm-hmm. I, for me, at least, it's better when you can see who you're trying to watch. So. With that being said, I'm Nathan, East Town, and until next time, peace.